Ram and welcome to Conversations with Vahini Pillai. So Vahini comes from the fourth generation of a family under the divine guidance of our beloved Swami and they have been ardent devotees since 1972 and they've had many interviews and divine experiences with Swami. Now Vahini in particular currently serves as the International Young Adults Coordinator for the SSIO and oversees young adults activities in 110 countries across 10 zones. She's been a member of the Ocean of Music YAIE and the Sai the Sai Young Adults International Media Committee. Vahini has been actively serving in the SSIO particularly with the young adults as we can see. She has previously served as the Zone 9 Young Adults Coordinator and also served on a center, regional and national level. as a young adults coordinator as well in the SSSIO South Africa. Um apart from this, Vahini's also worked with the National Envirocare team as a coordinator and also part of the National Walk for Values team. That's a lot of things that Vahini has done. Now, a little bit on her background as well. Vahini has graduated from the Balvikas program. Um she's also graduated from the Sri Satyasai International Leadership Program. and she's also a trained balvikas teacher so vahini has graduated from university of cape town and currently works as a senior consultant for a leading international consulting firm she considers herself blessed to be able to know and serve bhagwan and she thinks that swami is her ultimate guru guide god and best friend welcome vahini Offering my humble and loving salutations at Swami's divine lotus feet, loving Sairam, dear Darshana. Uh, it's extremely exciting to be here with you today, and I look forward to connecting. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for saying yes to this conversation. So <laughs> I'm going to jump right in and ask. Um, you know, so we know that you come from a family that have been ardent devotees of Bhagwan for so long. What was it like growing up in a Sai household? I honestly consider being part of a Sai family one of my greatest and biggest blessings and I think it's no coincidence uh, that Swami actually allowed me to be born into this family um and to be part of the Sri Satya Sai International Organization um uh, it's given me such rich experiences both spiritually as well as I think feeling the love of my family through Swami's love um and that has been the most amazing experience for me if i could narrate a few experiences to you about growing up in a sai family um so swami has always been the center of our household and of our family and i fondly remember my dad saying that every thursday is your appointment with god and that rings true to me even till today so even if i'm at work and busy i'll switch on the online satsang bhajans and i'd listen to bhajans on a thursday knowing that every thursday we have that appointment with god so the nine point code of conduct was really big in our household we had it printed and stuck on the wow. wall and um Obviously daily meditation and prayer was huge in our house before going to school. Um and I fondly remember putting vibhuti on my forehead and then keeping Swami's lingam picture in my pocket in my school shirt. Um and so I'd go to school early in the mornings and of course I would go to a non-Indian school, a western school, and they would ask me what's that on your forehead? Is it chalk dust, etc. <laughs> and then they would notice the man with the afro in my pockets. Um and they would ask me about it. 
I'm from a very young age, I became comfortable with this concept of worshiping Swami as my God and not being scared to talk about him to my friends and what I believe in and the teachings that he actually instills in me. Um, and so that was my very young age, starting off talking about Swami, believing in Swami and taking him everywhere with me, making him my best friend. Another, I think, lesson that I learned from my dad, especially was the food prayer. Um, mm. And every time he sat down and this, it was these little things that instilled discipline in me. Um, and so sitting down at the table or before any meal, we'd have to say the food prayer together as a family. And up till today, we do our weekly bhajans at home. Um, so these are the small things that I took with me and it actually has shaped me or molded me as a person. Uh, my sister and I used to get a weekly allowance and we used to put some aside. We had a COD can uh, for sealing on desires. And at the end of the month, we'd take that money and give it to Seva. So it was these small things growing up in a Sai family that actually shaped me. Um, I was also part of the Balvikas program, as you mentioned, and uh, believe it or not, my mom was our teacher. Nice. And I actually started Balvikas by default. So I was very young. My sister and I are two years apart. She's older. And it was her time to start Balvikas classes. And we are inseparable. So when she was heading over to Balvikas, I actually wanted to tag along. Um, and so by default, I started sitting in on the classes and started to learn. And I was actually that probably the annoying child in the class reminding the teacher of the work or the homework that we had the previous week. Uh, but it was I was always keen to participate in quizzes and activities um, and just learn about Swami. And I took to it very naturally. And I'm grateful to Swami for giving me uh, these teachings or these experiences that allowed me to be who I am today. If I were to ask you now, what would be one, if you could choose one lesson that Bhagavan has taught you? I know there's, there are many, there are always big lessons, but if there's one coming to your mind right now, what would that be? What would that one profound lesson be? It's an excellent question, Darshan. And as you've mentioned, there's numerous teachings or numerous lessons that Swami gives me on a daily, maybe even an hourly basis. Uh, through all the experiences in my life. Right now, what's ringing true in my head um, is that of faith and love. Um, and Swami has always taught me to have faith. Um, and I think attached to faith was that of equanimity. And perhaps I can share with you a more e powerful experience in my life later on. Um, but for me, having faith in God, but blind faith, and knowing mm -hmm. that Swami is the doer, I'm just the instrument. And anyone who knows me will actually tell you that um, I am a big believer in everything happening for a reason. And I also believe that nothing can happen without God's will and not a blade of grass moves without Swami's will. And for me, that is the most important lesson that Swami has given me. I can't control everything that happens to me in life. I can't control what I do or, or I can control my decisions, but I can't control the circumstances of the situation um, that is around me. But I know and I have faith in Swami's will and that he will guide me and give me that direction in my life uh, to actually serve for the greater good and share love with each and every person. Um, and I think all my experiences in life as well has just taught me to serve with love um, and selflessness. And being a part of the international organization, the Sri Sathya Sai International Organization, I think all our barriers drop. When we all meet in satsang, it's like-minded people. And... Mm -hmm. Our language barriers, our distance barriers, racial barriers, everything 
falls away and the one common goal that we have, we're all on this journey, is self-transformation and Swami is our end goal um, and to reach him with his teachings. And I think that's been so important for me in my life is to actually serve Swami and have faith in his will. Beautiful. So beautiful. And I think it brings us, it's a nice segue to the next question, which is about serving. And you've just mentioned that this is what you want to do. You want to serve. And rightfully so, you are currently serving as the International Young Adults Coordinator for the SSIO. Let's talk a little bit about this role. Um, I personally feel that it's great to see a woman, Shakti Energy, at the helm um, after quite some time. How has this role been for you? Uh, to be honest, Darshan, I think all the roles that I've played in the Sri Satya Sai International Organization, I feel is by accident. Um, but of course, we all know that Swami, there are no accidents with him. And he actually chooses those that he wants to serve. Um, and it's amazing. I feel grateful for the opportunity to serve. Okay, Swami's giving us lots of opportunities to serve. But it's not opportunities only to serve others, but to serve ourselves. Because in the process, it's for our own personal transformation. Um, so being in the role as a female as well um, has been exciting and it's amazing to also look up to strong females in the organization that are currently serving. If I had to think of two other strong females in my life personally, it would be my mom and grandmother. Um, and my mom has served in various roles in the organization. Uh, she currently serves as director of the Institute of Sri Satisai Education in South Africa. And both my mom and grandmother have had very close experiences with Swami interviews. Um, Swami has actually materialized a pendant for my grandmother in an interview. Um, and my mom has graduated as well uh, with her diploma from Swami. And so these are the strong women that I look up to. Uh, but also, I think in future, it would be nice to not only say that, yes, this person is a strong female leader, but just a strong leader. Yeah. Uh, and that we're on the same level playing field um, as our other leaders in the organization. Uh, but it's an amazing opportunity. And I think the best part of this role is actually collaborating, meeting and uniting with Sai young adults from all around the world, from different walks of life, different backgrounds and great um, people who've had great rich experiences uh, because the most important part is learning from them uh, and collaborating so that we're all here to serve so beautifully for Swami. That's wonderful. I love how you've just summarized um, basically how the organization has played a role in shaping you as you grew into different roles. I would want to also ask you at this point, Vahini, especially because we're talking about a leadership role. Have there been any challenges? I know this is a, a question no one usually, we don't usually talk about challenges, right? But I believe that there are always, um, there are always things to learn when we go through challenges. Have you seen any challenges with this new role, particularly because it's working on a global level, um, serving on a global level, if I may? And if you do have any of those challenges, how did you embrace them? I think that's a question that I would be very curious to know, particularly because, especially when you're young, there's so much to learn, right? Um, but at the same time, you come with so much of experience. So where's that balance? How do you, how do you embrace the challenges and how do you bring all the wisdom from your previous roles into what you do now? Thank you so much, Darshana, for that question. Um, indeed, I think we do 
uh, talk about all the great things of the role. Uh, but of course, there's great opportunities to grow and to learn. And I constantly say this to my family um, and to my friends that I'm constantly learning from others. Because at the end of the day, I don't think we all know everything. Um, and it's amazing when we actually go in with an open mind, but more importantly, with an open heart um, to understand each and every young adult and where each person comes from. Um, so a few of the opportunities that I experienced learning and growth from um, obviously included my work-life balance, me being a young adult. Um, it's not always easy to have your study life, your work life, and then your organization life. And Swami always says that we should obviously there shouldn't be a separation between your side life and your life. Um, it should all be together as one and you should practice your spirituality in your daily life. Uh, but of course, we only have 24 hours in a day um, and it sometimes can get demanding. For me, I think the opportunity here for me to learn and grow was to actually share this experience with others. And that was the importance of teamwork. Um, allowing ourselves to help each other. And you'll find that brotherhood in the Sai Young Adults International Committee is really important and is a strong point to our success. Um, it's leaning on each other for support, for help whenever we need to. Um, and so teamwork for me was important and working with others um, of different time zones, different languages and cultures, um, it allowed me to grow personally um, and spiritually as well. And some of the other challenges, as I've mentioned, is, of course, we don't all speak English. Um, and so those were the, the language barriers. Uh, but interestingly enough, just this past weekend, I had a call uh, with the Spanish team and uh, the entire call was in Spanish. And I had actually downloaded an app to translate uh, the, uh, the call into English. Um, and it's interesting how you can actually solve any problem or go through any challenge and there is a solution for everything um, and it was a beautiful call uh, and I was able to understand all their insights and all their input um, and so for me that was important the inclusivity and the diversity of mm. our young adults is so important um, and allowing all of us to unite and for me says there's only one language the language of the heart and for me that was very important um, and of course, another challenge or I would say opportunity for me to grow is to be more disciplined in my time once again, <laughs> as I mentioned with the clock. And it's the time zones um, that, of course, are something new um, or something to grapple with. And I'm not very good with conversions, but I have great team members and great people around me to help me with those conversions of time zones. Uh, but interesting to understand the sacrifice of the Sai Young Adults. Sometimes it's early morning for me, sometimes it's late night for me, but at the same time, it's other Sai young adults and their leaders that are making the sacrifice to join these calls. And be it early in the morning, late at night, they're there, up, smiling, and talking to all of us with such enthusiasm, such love, such selflessness, and wanting to serve in the Sri Satya Sai International Organization. And for me, that is just heartwarming. I was on another call in Africa, and we don't come from the best uh, economic background in Africa. And we have young adults that are suffering with data costs and being able to actually log on to online meetings. And I've noticed that there was a group of young adults in one of the frames on the Zoom call, and they were sitting on the floor, on a sand floor, and they had one small light. It was late at night for them. And I think it was about 7 or 8 p.m. And they were sitting with one small light in the back of them. Um, but yet they were keenly listening. And they also speak French. So there is a language barrier. But they 
eagerly wait to hear about Swami, his teachings, and the love that we have, and they are wanting to serve. They want to be a part of this divine mission and to be a part of this international family that we've created. And for me, that's heartwarming and, and heart-touching. Um, and so I look forward to sitting on calls. I look forward to collaborating and working with Sai Young Adults and having this family bond. Wow. I, I really like um, how you've shared how people come from different walks of life um, and also different economic backgrounds and the underlying value or the underlying, um, uh, if I may say, I value essentially is love at the end of the day. Um, and that's what we connect to. And I'm just wondering as well, especially when we hold leadership positions and important leadership positions, sometimes it's very easy to kind of get lost in the doing of the role, right? So, and, and rightfully so, because it comes with a lot of responsibility and, you know, we need to be disciplined, like you said, to make sure that things run, but it's also easy to kind of get lost in, in all of that. How do you, how do you connect to just being as opposed to doing? Is that difficult? That's, yeah, that's a great question, Darshana. Um, and so often, as you just mentioned, sometimes we, we think we're doing Swami's work, we're writing up articles, or we're in meetings with young adults, or uh, we're serving, etc., or we're organizing a server. And a lot of our time goes into this, right, in communications, etc. And so we think, okay, we're serving Swami. Um, but that's all the doing. And at the end of the day, we also need the being. Um, and Swami says to be a leader, you need to be first. So be, do, see, and tell. Um, and I think for a leader to be an example, you have to imbibe those values. Um, so for me, I think daily meditation and prayer keeps me uh, focused every single day. And that's how I connect to Swami. So I do my daily prayer. And that for me is my time where I connect to Swami. Uh, another important part of my life is actually writing letters to Swami. And for me, that's the best way that I connect to Swami. I share all my thoughts with him. I fight with him. I share love and gratitude with him through my letters. Um, and that's my one way of connecting to Swami. And just recently, I started waking up early in the morning for Omkar Suprabhadam. I'm not a morning person, uh, but I do try. So it's small things that help me connect to Swami. Um, and I feel like young adults always put pressure on ourselves if we can't keep up to this regime of spirituality, or if we can't keep up to our spiritual sadhana or practices. But I'd love to actually share that it's not... Um, anything to be worried about or concerned about or have pressure on yourself. Starting small or starting with one practice a day or one practice a month um, slowly will help each and every person uh, on this journey of self-transformation. And a few other things I think that the, it comes with the role in fact. So yes, we're doing, but we're learning at the same time. So I find myself reading a lot of Swami's quotations, Swami's literature, um, and going back to the youth conference discourses, etc. All of this is really helpful um, in the role. Wow, Vahini, you know what strikes me the most about your sharing? It's you're finding him in the most simplest, mundane things in yeah. life that we all take granted for. Um, all the experiences you've shared so far are things that happen every day, right? It's nothing out of the blue. There's nothing different or hugely magical about it. It's just things that happen every day, but yet 
there's so much that you find in it and you have managed to find the miracles in the mundane. I think that's what it is at the end of the day. I mean, we all have different experiences, but the ability to find Swami's love and Swami's blessings in any sort of situation and turn that into an experience of communicating with him in whatever way that I feel is where change happens. That's where our growth happens. Um, and I also enjoyed listening to how you mentioned, yes, a leadership role comes with the doing, but there's also a lot of learning that happens at the same time. I love it. Thank you so much. That I, I feel very inspired when I listen to you. It's wonderful to hear this. I want to keep asking you a little bit about the role, um, again, because you are a young adult um, and we are in an organization that has many generations serving. And especially with the within the SSSIO itself, we've got a lot of uh, elders, uh, seniors who are in roles as well. And as with any other organizations, even outside the SAI organization in that sense, there's always a challenge, and I'm going to say challenge in a very loose way because we know that there's always opportunities in challenges. There are always challenges um, with multi-generational communications. Do you agree? Do you not agree? What do you think? I think, Darshna, we've been talking so much about diversity, but Swami always talks about unity and diversity. Mm. Um, and there's so much of beauty, there's so much of um, amazing opportunities and lessons to be learned in this diversity that we have. Um, and so having this multi-generational um, following or congregation that we're all part of, or this family rather, um, we can definitely experience brotherhood of man. Um, and this is the important part, is recognizing that we're all different, but we have so much to learn from each and every single person. Um, and so, yes, we do have our seniors, but if we look at our young adults, age group as well. There's so many generations in that age group itself. Um, so I wouldn't even go as far as to say we have seniors and Sai young adults. I'd say that there's so there's so many gaps, I think, even between a person that's even one year older than me, because it comes with great experience, great wisdom and great knowledge. Um, and I think there's so much to be learned uh, from our seniors in the organization. I, I think I have been blessed to be working with such amazing seniors that actually give Sai young adults the opportunities to grow, the opportunities to express themselves with their creative ideas, um, and of course, coming in with their innovation. Um, and if I could share an experience, I think, or rather a short story, um, I think it happened about a month back. Um, and so for the International Sai Young Adults Committee, we submit things to the Prashanti Council for approval. And I kid you not, it was late at night um, and I had sent something for approval and Dr. Reddy within five to 10 minutes had emailed me back and had given me approval. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's how quick and fast and responsive the seniors are to us as Sai Young Adults. Uh, they understand that we are in the forefront of change. They understand that we have so much of energy, enthusiasm, and love for Swami, uh, that we actually want to share our ideas, creativity. But at the same time, they actually allow us to learn from them in such a loving manner. Um, and the most important thing I think I've learned from the Sri Satyasai International Leadership Program was first understanding and then adjustment. And I think that's the most important part of any relationship that we have, be it with the same age, a different age, a different person. Um, it's understanding each person's circumstance and then adjusting to that. 
And I've had great experiences to learn from the wisdom of the seniors uh, that has really shaped and molded me in my leadership um, and allowed me to actually serve with full purpose, to serve with great knowledge. And Swami says the end of education is character, the end of knowledge is love. Um, and so at the end of the day, I think it's just been great experiences for all of us to share. And I think if we can take this lesson, trickle it down to not even going as far as the organization, but within our families, you find differences of Sai young adults with their parents, their grandparents. That in itself is an age gap. Um, there have been times where my sister and I would think my parents are not making sense at all. Um, but then in hindsight, when something does happen, we look at each other and we start laughing because we say we should have listened to them in that moment. Um, yeah. Because our parents, our grandparents, the seniors come with such great knowledge uh, and only want the best for us. Uh, so for me, that was great of great importance and learning um, that we can all exist or coexist in love and unity. Um, and there's been times as well where my parents actually called upon our, my sister and I for help um, and we would help them. So I think it's great if we work together, collaborate and share our knowledge with each other. Yeah. Um... Again, it's so practical. Everything that you're saying, it's making the spiritual teachings um, from the organization, from being part of the SSSIO and being part of the fold with Swami's guidance and love, so practical and applicable. Would you also say that the same things that you've mentioned here are applicable to work, like for working adults, young adults in particular? Absolutely, Darshana. I, I love that you brought that up. Um, so something that I haven't mentioned earlier, but has been a huge part of my life is taking Swami's teachings into my work life. Um, mm -hmm. And that has helped me in so many situations. Yes, we do have generation gaps as well at work. So I probably have an older senior boss um, and younger uh, juniors below me. And sometimes your senior may even be younger than you. Um, and that's what you need to actually grapple with, but also find that we need to respect each other for who they are. I think taking Swami's values into the workplace and value-based leadership is so important. Um, and it also allows you to even treat the, the staff that are the cleaning staff with the same respect as we would treat our director of the organization or the director of the company. Um, and so for me, that has been important. Um, what the organization, the Sri Satyasa International Organization has done for me, has given me these tools to actually take these values into the work world. And I've actually been able to collaborate with my colleagues also from different backgrounds, different races, different languages and cultures. Um, and it's given me this deep level of understanding from where they come from and to respect them for who they are and being able to collaborate with them in a team and to have that unity in the workforce. So even in the workplace, dealing with conflict in the workplace or managing teams, uh, you can use these human values uh, to actually resolve situations, to solve problems, uh, to work in harmony and achieve great success uh, in whatever we do. Uh, the Sri Satyasai International Leadership Program as well allows us to take some of these skills into the workplace. The Sri Satyasai Education and Human Values Program also helps us to take that into the workplace. Um, and so these are just important tools that the organization has given me and given, I think, many Sai young adults the opportunity to grow, to learn, and to actually implement in their daily life. It's beautiful how you have managed to sort of see the role the organization has played 
um, and supported you uh, as you've grown from a young a child to a teenager to an to an adult now who's also working holding leadership positions not just at work but also within the organization and i think that's the beauty of being a part of the sssio um, in whatever capacity i mean sometimes you don't even have to hold any position but like you said tools are available for us to take advantage of and to learn from and to to grow spiritually and bring those spiritual teachings into our daily life, which is essentially is what we're looking for. We're looking for alignment and unity um, in all aspects of our life. Um, if I were to ask you now, putting aside the roles that you play with the organization, just as a young adult, what does it mean to you to be a Sai devotee? I think as you mentioned earlier in my introduction, I consider it one of the biggest blessings to be a contemporary of Swami, um, to actually know the avatar, love the avatar and serve the avatar. Um, and for me, what it means to be, um, I think a Sai devotee is to actually practice the teachings of my dearest Lord, but also to know that he's constantly with me. Um, and I think we're all on this journey of self transformation. Um, our journeys may be different, but the goal is the same. And for me, what it means to be a side devotee means that I have the opportunities to grow in my spiritual path. I have the opportunities to self-transform, to make a difference, um, and to actually share the love, um, be it Swami's love, my love, but selfless love with the entire world. Um, and understanding this concept that we are all one and that everything in life is temporary and passing clouds. Um, and for me, that is the most important part that crux um, is that of love um, and to share that with the world. Beautiful. So beautiful. Thank you, Vahini. I want to ask you one last question before um, we wrap up this really beautiful satsang we just had. We know that it's been a very challenging past two years and the world has endured so much in this time. And I, for one, have in the past found it very difficult to come to terms with what's happening externally. And there was a lot of struggle, you know, trying to be okay with, oh, I can't believe all of this is happening. And I'm pretty sure that there are many young adults and even adults, um, anyone for that matter, who have looked at everything that's going on and felt suddenly disconnected in a way. Um, some people take this opportunity to deepen their spiritual practices but there are some who may feel like they start feeling very untethered because there's too much going on as a leader now for young adults all over the world and i'm pretty sure that you know maybe many have turned to you to ask these questions how do i connect to swami right now where is that connection i feel like it's missing i feel very untethered what is your what what do you do what is your advice to young people or anyone for that matter who may feel very disengaged or disconnected from their center, from Swami in particular. How, how do you stay tethered in these uncertain times? I think this is a great question. And as you've said, Darshana, I've sat on many calls with Sai Young Adults over the past two years, I think. And we've had hour long conversations just talking about Swami, having faith and just understanding what exactly is going on around us. Um, and the world has experienced so much of change in the past few years. Um, 
quite unprecedented. And sometimes it can be as unsettling, or maybe even all the time, it's unsettling to a Sai young adult who thinks, or we all think that we have it planned out um, and we know exactly what we want to achieve in the next two years, next five years, and we're goal-driven. Uh, but then the world changes and everything that we've planned out has changed. Um, and this is where we need to then lean on Swami's will and having faith and trust in the fact that he knows what he's doing and all of this is his will. Um, and for me, I think um, I can share an experience here and then I will actually share with you what I think is most important to do in these times. Uh, but I think this experience actually changed my mindset um, in this past two years, but actually it happened to me a few months back. In August of 2021, 2021 um, and I had then contracted COVID um, and it was in the time of the Delta variant and it was one of, I think, the most strongest or severe variants, I think. Um, and it was on my birthday, actually, that I had contracted oh, wow. it. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't feeling too well. Um, and I had come down with a fever. I had severe headache and body pain. And so I had gone for the test and I tested positive. So I didn't think much of it because I heard of stories where people were just had mild symptoms. Then I had lost my taste and smell. And that's when I knew things were changing. And so it was an entire month that I took for my recovery uh, from this um, virus. And in that time, I had played the guy through mantra in Swami's voice day and night throughout the time when I was sleeping. Um, I just left my laptop on and it was playing. Um, and so that is what helped me to get through it, is having complete faith in Swami. I was all alone in Cape Town without family. Um, and of course, there's thoughts that go into your mind. Uh, what is going to happen to me? Will I make it? Will I see the next day? Um, I don't have my family. I'm feeling weak today. Um, where do I draw strength from? But at the end of the day, you hold onto Swami's feet as strong or as hard as you can and you take him with every challenge that you have and for me that's what actually changed my outset or actually i grew stronger from it having this equanimity knowing that everything is temporary but even in good and bad swami is there because so often when we reach these triumphs these high points the successes we say that swami is the doer we're so excited um and that kind of thing. Or sometimes we even forget that God is there. But when we reach the low points, we start to blame God or we say, where are you? Um, and so it was so important for me then to hold on even through this challenging time. Um, and I had come out of COVID, even right now, my taste is not the best. Uh, but I know that Swami, I went through that challenge uh, through Swami's will. And he's asked me to slow it down. He's taught me lessons in that time uh, of great faith, great strength and equanimity. Um, and that was what was important for me. Um, and I think that was just one of the greatest life lessons for me. So to young adults that are going through all these changes, um, and I think many people had plans to get married in the past two years. Many people had plans to travel the world. Uh, many people actually wanted to give back to their families and perhaps have lost their jobs and found themselves in economic sea um, and suffering with mental health challenges. These are all passing clouds. And yes, it may be easy for us to say, and we may never know what one person is going through, but knowing that Swami is constantly with you is what gives me the most courage, the most strength, uh, to know that he's the constant guide, the constant companion, um, and always with you. Thank you. Thank you, Vahini. 
One big takeaway that I have gotten from our conversation today from this satsang is holding on to faith, especially when it gets tough. And it's not just in tough times now, but also in all aspects of life. Everything that you've shared today um, are important parts of your life and how you have experienced Swami, not just through the organization, but just even on a personal level. Um, and I think that's what it is at the end of the day. It's all about our relationship with the Lord and how that shifts and transforms us internally. It's been a really beautiful conversation. I want to say thank you so much for your time and for sharing and being so open about everything that has happened to you so far. I'd just like to take this opportunity as well to say thank you to Swami for giving us this opportunity to have this beautiful satsang. Thank you so much, Vahini Sairam. Thank you so much, Darshana, for having me. It's been an amazing um, session with you and just connecting in beautiful satsang. And I think that's the beauty of sitting down with people of like minds and actually talking about Swami and satsang. You learn so much and definitely his presence can be felt. So thank you so much for having me and Sarah.